Well, it's the big show. It's the big bad show tonight. What's happening, good people? Uh, how you doing there? How you living? As, uh, as they say. They being me, of course. Uh, yeah, it's a solo episode. I'm not gonna apologize for that. It's, uh, it's been a busy week. It's been a chaotic week. It's been a crazy week. And it's like... So I'm coming at you. I record these usually on the Thursday night, sometimes the Friday morning. But this one's coming at you on the Thursday afternoon. And I've just had quite a wild interaction. It was just one of those uh, big city life kind of interactions that, yeah, you, you get into from time to time when you walk the streets quite a lot. I had a guy think he was trying to scam me. I'm pretty certain he was trying to scam me. Like, I was walking back from Davenport, I went to Checkers, got myself a Pepsi. Just one Pepsi. And, yeah, on the way back, this guy, like, bumps into me, but bumps into me in a way that's, like, on purpose, and in a way that, like, made me check my pockets, you know? That kind of vibe. But then he dropped something, like, he dropped, like, a bottle, and I was just like, ah, oh, shit, okay, uh, sorry, bro, and then carried on moving, because... Like I said, the way he bumped into me felt like it was intentional. Like, it did definitely... Either that or the dude just wasn't looking where he was going at all, but he was. So, <laughs> you know, my my spidey senses tingled immediately. And I crossed the street, and then he calls out, and he's like, Hey, bro! And he comes up to me, and then, like, I start scanning, you know? And I'm like, ah, okay, this so definitely looks like people I have seen before who have come up to me and tried to scam money out of me. Like, <laughs> and then he's like, bro, Baleen. I'm like, what the fuck? Are you kidding? Really? He's like, yeah, man, you broke my codeine. And I'm like, nah, dude, this isn't happening. Like, this isn't real. Like, you're, you're not being serious here. Like, you're trying to scam me. Like, I see, I see the vibe. And he's like, starts going off. He's like, bro, what would I want to scam you for? I've got my, like, he's like, I just went to Sparkport Pharmacy. But like, here's the thing. When I saw the thing break, I didn't see anything drop out of it. Like, I didn't see any, like, liquid come out. So that was also, you know, spidey senses or scammer senses. Because like, here's the thing, right? I've walked the streets for fucking years. Like, literally my entire life, I've spent time walking around Glenwood and Below the city, Morningside. And you kind of get to know, <laughs> like, you, well, because of experience, you know, I've had lots of people try and scam me and lots of people come with lots of different stories for money and shit. And like, honestly, like I give beggars money, like if I've got it, like no stress at all. But if you come to me with like a, oh, I just got released from the hospital. You see, you see, um, you know, and I need bus fare home or because like, you know, they'll often have an injury or whatever. Or like, you know, someone, I can't, there's been so many different ones. Like, oh, my car broke down and like, but there's an energy to people when shit's like genuinely fucking out and like, you know, they really do need help. And then there's also an energy to people when they are trying to get something out of you, you know, maybe, I don't know, like, I, I'm not wrong in thinking that and saying that and knowing that, because as I'm saying, like, this is from years of experience. Like, what's also funny is you often see the same guys over time, like, <laughs> trying different things, you know, like, <laughs> I just, uh, I remember this one dude, like, three or four different times he tried, he came with different stories, and it was just like, dude, like, I, 
don't you remember me at least? Like, come on, like, is my face that forgettable that you can't remember that you've tried this on me already, like, multiple times? So, yeah, like, I was just like, dude, like, nah, like, I do, I'm sorry, like, I don't believe you. And he started going off at me and just, he was, like, sweating and it was just like, yeah, it was a weird-ass vibe, man. Cause like he was clearly high, <laughs> like clearly, and I mean he wasn't even trying to hide that fact, which is what was so strange about it. Like he didn't come up to me and was like, "Bro, my medicine," you know, <laughs> like he was like, "Bro, my lean." And then he had like pills, and then he had the bottle, and I'm just like, I think this dude was like maybe trying to sell shit, maybe, and then saw an opportunity to try scam me. Like maybe it's worked on like handsome white dudes before, but. As much as I look like, you know, a preppy fucking, I don't, actually, I don't know how I look to other people sometimes because I was cruising in slops and then like, you know, just shorts and like a fucking v-neck, which I never wear, but I wasn't in my, you know, going out attire, I was in my, you know, just popping into the shops attire. And so I have no idea. I did like, I don't know, man. He clearly, he, in my mind, I think he saw an opportunity. Maybe I fucked up a guy's day. Maybe I I bumped him to him, which I didn't. He like, like I say, like it was pretty forceful. <laughs> and then, yeah, like, you know, the, fuck, I don't know if you know those bumps. Like I've experienced them a few times in my life. Like, unfortunately, the last time I didn't even fucking feel it was when I got my phone stolen uh, at the Jewel on a uh, first Thursdays. And I was like, fuck, like I was so disappointed in myself because at this age, you know, at this point in the game, to still be getting pickpocketed, man, it's fucking rookie behavior. And that's the thing, like at this point in my life, like I am so fucking like aware when I am like out on the streets that like not everyone has the best <laughs> intentions and a lot of people are trying to like hustle and get a little more, you know, like. You see it because fuck, like one of the big things of walking around the streets and like these guys aren't scammers at all, are the guys who are digging in trash and taking out your recyclables and my recyclables and, you know, taking them to the various different recycling places, getting a couple cents for it at a tough fucking time. Like, you know, you see there's so many more of those guys around. Like it's, it's fucking heavy. Like they really, I've been seeing it a lot more lately. I've seen so many more beggars out on the streets, so many more people who are clearly suffering and struggling. And like, you know, life's fucking hard at the moment for a lot of different people. So, you know, I get it. People are trying to get money in lots of different ways. Like I said, maybe I'm completely fucking wrong, but I don't think I will. I am. <laughs> like, I think, yeah, I think I accurately identified a situation because he was just like, bro, like, like, you got to replace it. And then, yeah, so like, oh, yeah. So we we're arguing a little bit. I'm like, bro, that's not happening. I'm bailing. Like, he was like, listen to me. I'm like, bro, I'm listening to a podcast. Leave me alone. And then, like I said, like, oh, I wasn't born yesterday. And that's when he carried on following me. And then, but thankfully, like, I live right here by fucking Davenport. So it's 100 meters, basically, to my flat. And, yeah, I had my keys out. And I was, like, giving off pretty much, like, don't fuck with me vibes. 
But yeah, he was like, what do I want from you? He's like, I've got money. But like, he doesn't show me the money. He just shows his fanny pack that he's wearing. He's like, yeah, I can buy my own stuff. I don't need anything from you. I was like, well, then why are you coming up to me and being like, yo, where's my... Because he was... Yeah, he followed me and he was like, yo, give me my... What was it? Yeah, give me my lean. Give me my lean. He was literally shouting that across the road at me. It was fucking strange, man. (laughs) Like... Even if he wasn't scamming me, and maybe I threw him over the edge by saying that. Like, I get it. Like, maybe if you're fucking high as fuck and you accidentally bump into someone and you try to, like, get them to replace your lean and they're like, you're you're a scammer, that would probably upset me a little bit. But also, I think he was a scammer. And if he wasn't a scammer, then he needs to watch where the fuck he's walking. <laughs> Once again, rookie behavior. Like... I'm sorry, if you bump into me and you drop your fucking cocaine on the floor and someone fucking, you know, stands on it or fucking whatever at the club, I'm not paying for your fucking cocaine. Same thing here. You bump into me in the fucking streets. I don't give a fuck. I'm not paying for your shit. Even if you're not scamming me. Like, the just the audacity to even think that you bump into someone and that they must pay for your shit is fucking ridiculous. Um, straight up. Like... <laughs> Uh, anyway, stay woke, people, stay woke, that's not, no, like, stay woke, as in, you know, stay aware, be aware of your surroundings at all times, oh, yeah, it's been a long week, it's been a busy week, I've been working on the Point Waterfront Festival, just, yeah, getting marketing and stuff out there, fucking going around to different places, putting up posters, and, yeah, trying to sort out stuff in the background and all of that, so I've been a bit busy with that. Also been editing other people's podcasts because that's the thing I do for money, which I'm pretty stoked about. Enjoy doing it. It's actually quite, yeah, it's quite cool to listen to somebody else's voice <laughs> other than my own because, yeah, editing my own shit is a bit more painful, I think. And then, yeah, I wrote a fucking article for Shelf Life um, through Letterhead. Yeah, on sneakers and wrestling. So you can check that out sometime soon, I guess. Might even be up already. I don't know yet, but... When I know, you'll know, or you can just, yeah, you can figure it out yourself. You have the internet. So, yeah, been, been busy, been keeping busy, been keeping relatively sane, I guess. Although it definitely doesn't seem like the world is. It's fucking, for me, like, so the, the big news at the moment is just the John's DNAs and fucking you know, calling his wife Roadkill, I think it was, on the Mac G podcast, which, wow, big surprise, something controversial happening on the Mac G podcast. It's not like it's a marketing tactic or anything. And that goes for fucking John Steenhays and Saintless. This is clearly like just the age of Trump, you know, like it's not over. He's, uh, this is his grabbing by the pussy because especially because of the DA's woman's network, uh, Dawn came out and said like something about like bra talk and it just reminded me of the whole like locker room talk when Trump was like grabbing by the pussy and shit like that and it really does seem like for some people like public what's what's decent to say in public and to you know do as a elected official has uh, shifted quite a bit since when Donald J. Trump came into power like i i can't imagine the da going the route that they did if america's politics didn't go the way they did like they were always like well they always tried to play the role of you know the 
the moralists, but it, which is also kind of funny now that they're like anti-woke. It's just, you don't even know your party's own brand for a while, I guess. It's also just such a schizophrenic party there. Brand hasn't been strong. It hasn't been coherent for quite some fucking time. And it's, yeah, it's strange, you know, John going on MACG when I had a Bali on here before the, you know, DA elections. And I do think that was a big moment. Like there was a potential for some sort of actual progress and change, I think, with Mbali. Like I think, like I I do like her genuinely. I think she's great. I've got, you know, I might disagree with some of the things like she believes and has said or whatever at times, but in general, like out of most politicians, she's like the only one I've ever encountered who seemed genuine who seemed like they really want to help people and change lives and make things better and not just do it purely for their own ego. And I think a lot of other politicians are all about, you know, looking like they're doing the right thing and but not even anymore, not even anymore, especially not fucking in South Africa. I mean, everyone's fucking corrupt. Everyone's a fucking misogynist. Like it's... You know, people have been, I think Malema's been homophobic. I'm sure other politicians have been homophobic. It's all just a fucking shit show, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> I don't really know where I'm going with that. But it is just strange to see the decline of the DA. Well, maybe it's not. Maybe it's a good tactic. Maybe because this is a tactic that's like, you know, it's a fucking dog whistle. At the end of the day, it's for people who you know, are against uh, woke culture. I think that's their... I think that's their thing now. I think that's the official DA fucking bandwagon that they're hitching themselves to is just anti-wokeness. It's, you know, being lads. Lads being lads. <laughs> just, yeah, bright talk, bro. Bright talk. But you're on a fucking podcast and you're putting that clip out in particular and mm, it seems seems a little intentional that's all i'm saying and it seems like maybe it'll work maybe like you know we'll get the strange wave that america got but i don't i don't know man i i have no doubt the day like i fuck who knows who actually knows like like i look at all of this and i think the da is going to decline in the next elections but, you know, the ANC's obviously fucking going to lose a shit ton of votes. Like, that's... If it doesn't happen, then fuck, I don't know. I don't... I mean, what what do I know anyway? I can't... I don't... Like, Jesus Christ, I don't know, fuck all. But from where I'm sitting, and where from I think a lot of people are sitting, like, it just looks like everyone is intentionally trying to throw the fucking fight. Like... <laughs> uh, so our next elections are going to be a fucking shit show. Like straight up. That's that's what our next elections are going to be. So buckle up, people. It's only going to get worse from here on out. <laughs> Thank fuck nobody looks to me for political analysis or even political jokes. That is not my role. I know my, I know my strengths, you know. <laughs> Oh, fuck. The closest I get to political jokes is basically just dunking on Helen Zilla. Like, I have this bit about... Oh, fuck it, I'll tell it to you, because I don't know when I'm going to tell it again in public. Like, I think 
it's in the bank. It's not it's not quite retired, but it's uh it's not it's not in the current setup. It's not in the current routine. So I'll tell you. I wanna be a filmmaker, but I wanna remake a film just to get my foot in the door, you know, because modern films, you gotta remake films. Like that's the only way to get anyone to notice you as a director. So I wanna remake 101 Dalmatians. Now, this being a modern film, I wanna I wanna make some changes. I wanna change the ending a little bit, and I wanna change the cast a little bit. Playing Cruella Deville, we will have the one and only Helen Zilla. Cruella Deville. For the most part, the movie will stay the same, uh, except they will catch the puppies. They will kill the puppies, and Helen will make her coat and then bleach all the black spots out. Yeah, that's 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 the joke. Uh, <laughs> it's a bit weird telling it without an audience in front of you, but I enjoyed that. I hope you did too, because, uh, didn't see it coming, did ya? Did ya? Did ya? And it's a mixed commentary about society and Helen Zilla. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm getting a little silly. I guess it's time for me to head on out. That's a, that's, there you go. You get a podcast this week. I think that's, at least entertaining enough to be something you listen to for free. And if you want to change that, if you want to make it something you actually paid for, well, you can go to patreon.com forward slash almost perfect, uh, where you can help me help you listen to more of my podcasts. Like these great people over at patreon.com forward slash almost perfect at the titular titles tier. It is a tier. It's a top tier. It's a $10 tier. Okay, now that that is out of my system, shout out to Rousseau, our storage clerk of subtle heresies in the Lesser Overberg region. Shout outs to Russell Grant, the Far East correspondent. Shout outs to Neil Green, our key grip. Shout outs to Quran, slamming the almost perfect hedge fund manager. Shout outs to Vishendra Nadu, the spiritual advisor. Shout outs to Riz Ventura, our director of purchasing. Shout outs to Julian, who is our king. Shout outs to Quran Chetty, the assistant to the regional manager. Shout out to Kat Jenkins, the inevitable ruler of the universe, and Queen Swifty. Shout out to our executive producer, Stephen Olafia. And shout outs to our benefactor, who be anonymous. And uh, shout outs to you. Of course, thank you to Damien Root for providing the bed music that you heard in the beginning. And uh, that fucking banging intro song you hear every single week. And uh, I will catch you on the flip side. Oh shit, come to the fucking festival, buy your tickets, they're on the website, you can go to almostperfect.co.za forward slash shows, and you can get your tickets to the Point Waterfront Arts Festival, where we've got shows from Mojack LaHoka, Sophie Jones, uh, Kate Pinchuk, Yassine Barnes, Leah Jazz, Wayne Bjorkas, and a whole bunch of Durban cats who are also going to be on there, there's fucking music, there's Hated Related, there's Hoema, there's G-Soul, and the fucking rock stars, there's Rob Forbes and Leah Jazz playing together, I'm DJing, uh, what else? Yeah, just fucking check it all out, come through, come through, and uh, then I will catch you on the flip side.